You are now listening to the Open Canvas. Open Canvas. This is Taj Alexander. I'm here with <laughs> a very special guest and friend. I mean, we've known each other for a couple years. Introduced to each other through our friend Kirsten, right? Was it through Kirsten? Yeah. yeah shout out to Kirsten. And you know, we were just talking for like 30 minutes before we even started recording or so, maybe. But like, I feel like every time we talk, I feel like I leave with something that like I really. You know, take to heart. You give me things to think about, man, and I appreciate that. Um, same, you know? same as you. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you, you definitely are, are one of those people that, like, whether you know we're hanging out with other friends or you know, I see you out at an event or something like that. It's like you're always very intentional about like you know connecting and being there and being present. Um, and I feel like that that's something that uh, yeah, I, I want to make sure other people get a chance to experience too, man. Um, you're, you know, a, a brother who's who's always supporting his friends, who's always like even finding ways to support your friends. And that's something that I want to also acknowledge, too. You know, are the people who are out there supporting people, you know, it's like, you know, we're all out here doing our thing, but it, it takes a little more effort to actually think about someone else, you know, and to think about someone outside of yourself, you know, and I think you that comes naturally for you. Um, so I want to say thank you for even like supporting me, man, over these years. I feel like you've been <laughs> you've been very, very consistent in support of what I've been doing and, um, you know, and whether it's through the podcast or the events that I've been doing and always been like encouraging me and telling tell me to keep going and, you know, helping me to refocus uh, my energy, you know, each step of the way, man. So you're one of those people. It's like I'm, I'm not, you know, it's like you don't even have to say your name and say, Yo, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. It's like but but we know. We know what you're doing, bro, and it's felt. It's felt, bro. So, with, without any further ado, please introduce yourself, man. God damn. Introduce myself? <laughs> I'm, I'm all fucked up right now, bro. Jeez. I mean, damn. I appreciate that, Taj, bro. Mm. But yeah, my name is Bikim. Bikim BC, uh, aka Wu Baby Supreme. You know, I'm here. And, uh, yeah, you my fucking guy, bro. I'm, I'm mad happy to be here, bro. Deadass. You inspire me every time I see you. Every time I see you, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I'm about to see Taz. I read it to Taz. I'm like, oh, I'm about to see the Taz, bro. Fuck out of here. You don't know who this nigga is, man. Let me tell you. But yeah, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm over, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by you know, by your introduction and. uh yeah, I'm very happy to be here, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. And Podcasting that. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that's what makes it even better is like, you know, we and, and I think a lot of our friends, too, is like we're naturally like this. We naturally talk this way. Yeah. We naturally are like open about like our appreciation for each other and like yeah, yeah. encouraging each other. It's like that's not something we, we wait you know, until they actually, you know, you know, go over the top. It's like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna encourage you right now. You feel the energy already. Yeah. You know the truth. You know what's real. That's it. It's quiet. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so yeah. Thank you for being on the open canvas, man. Hell yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, I, I don't know where we should even start because it's, it's like a, it's been a journey for both of us, you know. And I, and I think, um, you know, like I said before, Kirsten, uh, my friend Kirsten. Um, shout out to her. DJ she, Isla. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget. Um, you know, she introduces at Kimfo. Yeah. Yeah, it was a party. I you think it was on a Wednesday. A Wednesday yeah, event. yeah, yeah. Up. And I think that was it was an open canvas event too. I think yeah. it was like um, yeah, one of the first open open canvas events that I threw at Kimfolk. Um, you had a crazy DJ from 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 Washington DC. I yeah, think. no, I'm that not. Nice. No, I'm not. He yeah, he was nice. there. Yeah, shout out to no, I'm not. I yeah. Like, oh, so you know how to, you know how to pick DJ. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I remember he came through that night and he was like super super focused and and I think you know the sound that he brings is very unique to him 
And yeah, just shout out to him. He's doing his thing too. He's really Body. like one of those brothers, man. And just just like we're talking, he's the same way. It's like you pull up on him, like he's gonna actually want to connect with you. He's gonna like he's not gonna be like surface talking to you. He's gonna he's be like, it. yeah. it's like how are you doing? Really, you know. So I, I really appreciate him. Um, but yeah, I remember that night and the music was great. Um, and just like yeah, Kirsten introduced me to you. And it was great, like meeting people for the first time in that element is always great for me because like people are really expressing themselves. Like the music was good, everyone was dancing yeah. and like, you know, that's the great, like it's like meeting someone when they're in their full element, you yeah, know, and yeah. that, that's the dope feeling, man. So, so yeah, do you remember that night? Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. It was late. It was, it was, it was, it was, uh, I think that was one of the first times I was at Kinfolk. Mm, wow. Maybe the second, wow. second time, third time, maybe. Yeah. So it was like I was new to that place, and but that was like a, it was probably like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm pulling up on a Wednesday or Thursday to Kimfo. Why am I doing this? And it's packed. I didn't know where I was pulling up to. Mm -hmm. I was just like, Kirsten said, pull up. She's DJing. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. Yeah. So I'm just supporting Kirsten. I remember I was going to every event. <laughs> Kirsten was, said she was DJing. I was like, I bet. I want to see what's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I pulled up, and she was like, yeah, I want you to meet. She told me like maybe like two events before like oh you need to meet Taj I'm like I don't know I'm like okay it's like she tells me she I need to meet people but mm -hmm. I'm like okay cool mm -hmm. and then she's like oh yeah you remember that friend I told you wanted to meet and like, oh yeah I'm like yeah he did this event with this dope ass DJ and all these people I was like oh really okay what is he like what is he about like what does he do and you know like it's it's loud in there so mm -hmm. and you were right there you know she we i literally maybe met you the first five minutes of walking in so right right yeah it yeah. wasn't yeah i already knew like she she looked she kirsten <laughs> she i i really feel like you know me and kirsten like i feel like that's like my sister mm -hmm. like my soul sister like mm -hmm. i feel like we, like the way I feel like I'm in tune, mm -hmm. I feel like she's in tune. So when she's like, you need to meet him, mm -hmm. and you're like you know he's on that type of time, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. I, I already like literally the minute you said what's up, I was like, oh, he's in, he's in <laughs> tune. Like I already know he's in tune. Like it was, it was, you feel me? I, I love yeah, that. I love yeah. that. that. That was a that was a great night. Really big big respect to to Kirsten because she's one of those people as well. It's like she's very intentional about everything she does and even the words she says is very intentional yeah. so like you know when she introduced me to you I was like okay this is a person that like you know if I, I trust Kirsten's like yeah, yeah. you know understanding of people and you know I, I, I feel like you know when we connected it was like yeah it's like we already knew each other you know yeah. it's like we literally that, that whole night everyone was dancing the entire night like literally, they had to, they had to kick us out because like we just would have kept partying. Like they had to like turn everything off on us. Yeah. But um, I just think that that was like a great way for us to introduce, like to meet each other. Cause um, yeah, man. Even since then, I just feel like it's sort of been every time we connect, it's the same same energy. And since meeting you, it's like we. I don't even think you told me much about what you did per se. Um, I think Kirsten may have told me a little bit about your music, but like you weren't like, yo, I'm doing this, this, this. It yeah. was like literally just being in the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I really appreciated, man. And how long ago was that? Was that two years ago now? Yeah. Yeah, two years ago, man. So, so yeah. So since then, man, I think, you know, we've sort of experienced a lot, even our friends. Um, you know, so for you, man, like, I, I think you told me a little bit about your personal story, but like, you know, for those that don't know, where were you born? You know, where, where are you originally from, man? I was born in um, Jamaica Hospital. Mm -hmm. So I was born in Jamaica, Queens. I grew up in Corona. 
You know what I'm saying? When, when was that? How long ago was that? Like, what year? I was born in 1995. 95? Yeah. yeah. So, so for you, like, growing up, uh, were, you, were you living in that area as well, or were you just born there and moved somewhere else? So I was in Jamaica. Uh, I was born in Jamaica Hospital. My family's from Southside, like my... You know, my father's side, mm -hmm. they're all from Southside Jamaica. Mm -hmm. My mom's and them, you know, she grew up in Brooklyn and like Kosov and like, you know, which is like Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was she was raised in like the Bronx in Brooklyn. And then they got the crib in Corona, like East Elmhurst. Yeah. So I, I, I grew up in East Elmhurst basically most of my life, mm -hmm. or like Queens. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would stay with my grandmother in like, you know, Southside mm -hmm. every now and then. Yeah. I think a lot of New Yorkers now, at least for those who live in the city or in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. may not have a full understanding of Queens. So like, <laughs> if you could like explain <laughs> what Queens is like for you growing up, how was it? Queens is, is like, it's a lot like Brooklyn, but it's not like Brooklyn at all. <laughs> like, Queens is very bougie and like, it's like, I, I grew up in Astoria, you uh -huh, feel uh -huh. me? So yeah, like, yeah, Astoria yeah. is like, I feel like like being with like experiencing Williamsburg, mm -hmm. like because the past two years is only when I experienced because I was working in Williamsburg. You true, know what I'm saying? True, true, true. So like, I never really experienced Williamsburg. Only as a kid, like when I was like 15, I would walk the bridge, <laughs> I would walk over the Williamsburg Bridge mm -hmm. and just dream about like living in Williamsburg mm -hmm. before like you know what I'm saying like it was it that was even popular. Williamsburg. Yeah, 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 it was it was Williamsburg already because yeah, yeah. I could tell the vibe, but right, right. it wasn't like the scene was out here. You feel mm -hmm. me? Like with the hip hop, you know, we wasn't really killing it like. Right. But I, I, maybe I was too young to know. Who knows? But I was there, and I was just like, yo, when I get this, you know, when I'm older, I'm going to live here. I'm going to work here. Da -da -da. That's what I want. I used to walk the Williamsburg Bridge. from. Mm. I used to work in Lower East Side, 15. Yes, yes. So I would walk that bridge just to just to be in, like, mm. I was like, this is just it. Just to feel the energy of it. Just to feel the energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I see Astoria. I feel like, you know, Astoria is trying to be on Williamsburg type of time. Mm. But I feel like it was the first Williamsburg. Mm. Now, it's not as cool. Like, I just feel like Brooklyn is just ill. I don't know why. But <laughs> I don't think it was as cool as Williamsburg. But, like, definitely all, like, very diverse. A lot of, you know, upper class, you know, Europeans and, you know, Brazilians and Greeks and, you know, like, different, you know, like, yeah. the classes. And they, like, made a community in Astoria and Long, Long Island City is similar to Williamsburg to me, too. Right, right, right. And it's just, like... It's like the wacker. It's like the wacker version, but it happened first. It became it gentrified first, basically. Right, right, right. So Queens got the like the older gentrified shit. You know what I'm trying to say? So like that's where I grew up. But then you know I would cut school from Astoria, mm. and I would go to like Queensbridge, Ravenswood, drink 40s. Like I had my first, had my first 40. We we cut school, went to Ravens Ravenswood yeah. by DS Park, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is junior high school. Yeah. So I'm like going to the park. Got the first Duchess, my, my man's Bones. Yo, Bones, like, we we pulled up. It was me, Aaron, Brian, Bones. We go, Ravenswood got some, his homie, cop this OEs, not glass, you know, not not plastic OE. Oh, yeah, we yeah. talking about the glass, you feel me? Official, official. Yeah, type yeah. shit. Yeah. Then we went to Queensbridge, and I was like, yo, where Nas live? That was my first question. I was like, nigga, I, I never been here. I'm like 11 years old. Yeah. I'm like, yo, where Nas live? Yeah. He goes, he goes, he goes, Nas, yo, the nigga live right here. <laughs> <laughs> we pull up. I said, "Now nah, we smoking in this nigga's building. I don't care. Like, mm, you feel me? I yeah. love Nas. You gotta catch that essence. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. I, I love Nas. And I was already rapping. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, so yeah. I'm rapping. I'm rapping. You know, I was like, you know, I need it. You feel me? Yeah. And then you know, money games, handball. So I would go all around mm. Queens, like with, you know, whoever was with it. Usually, like Bones, he's the nicest. You know, he was he was dirty. Mm -hmm. I beat him. He don't admit that shit, but I ended up beating him. I ended up being nice at him at one point. Yeah. But yeah, like. I grew up everywhere in Queens, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and 
you know, I, I consisted like a lot of my time, like, you know, I went to school in the nice part, but, you know, I just love being, you know, with, you know, my niggas, the authentic, authentic people is always in the hood. Like I'm from Corona, like it's like little Mexico, you know, it's the Spanish hood. Like all the Spanish gangs is around me, you know, me. that's what no one will ever guess. They think I'm Dominican. They always thought I was Dominican my whole life, but they wouldn't guess that I lived in you know the Dominican hood you yeah, feel me yeah. so that's why I grew up mm. but you know I feel like everyone from every hood you know was always authentic you know what I'm saying growing up you know mm. high school I went to LIC yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, so like yeah. that's like everyone every borough was welcome in LIC so you would meet everyone in LIC and I was already familiar with that area because you know since junior high school I was chilling over there so mm -hmm. I already knew the vibe so mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that's you know, queen. Yeah, you just you outside, man. I outside. feel like I feel like that's that's a big part of it. And I, um, when people think about what New York was like or like growing up in New York, I think that was a big part of it was just being outside and like even having those days where you just would go to different neighborhoods and just spend time there and like connect with real people. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's something that um, I think is just as valuable now. You know, is being outside and like actually connecting with people beyond just like seeing what they're doing online it's like yo you can actually like have a real conversation yeah. with someone because real people are out here yeah. you just gotta gotta make your way and make your way out there so so i feel like um yeah man it just sounds like you, you sort of were like I, I call that like an all borough kid like you were sort of moving around even though you were mainly in queens it's like you were you were you were like I'll go anywhere I've you were seeing every everywhere yeah, yeah. By, by like by like <laughs> freshman year in high school i was on every i know every train mm. i can tell you what the longest train is mm. i can tell you what the shortest train is yeah. you all city man <laughs> you all city yeah yeah no i feel it and um yeah i think uh it's great too because i was just talking to one of my friends yesterday her name's uh kitty say words she's a dj yeah i was and listening to the podcast i didn't finish it but yeah i was listening to it yeah yeah, yeah. and um yeah i was just t talking with her about just how valuable like your experiences and even hers as well of sort of like living in New York, even growing up in the 90s and sort of seeing and just experiencing New York at that time, you know, and growing up in New York at that time. I feel like, you know, that's something that a lot of people would wish they could experience and they're making movies about now and like there's a lot of, you know, um, culture that you were able to experience firsthand. Yeah. You know, and be and be a part of. That's stories. You crazy. know? It's yeah. yeah. I, so, just, you just, I didn't even think about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really valuable, man. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm really even like glad that you can even share something like that because like that's something that what we were saying before, some of these stories only exist in our minds. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's un until somebody says it, you know, no one else knows that these things have happened. So like, it's dope that you have those stories, man. So, yeah. so yeah. So like at the time, like growing up, were you just like, just hanging out or were you also like getting involved in sports or music at the time or, or just appreciating life? Well, uh, in the beginning, so like, all right. Now you got me, got me all fucked. I just remember, I just remember mad shit. I'm like, just wow. say, just yeah. Whatever I never you even thought it. about this shit. Yeah, I never thought. Don't even worry so, about my question. Yeah. Just, just say no, I got. Mean. I'm gonna answer your question. Your question is definitely, but you got me, you got me backtracking to like, I'm like, damn, wow. Um, awesome shit. Like, all right. So I, I grew up skateboarding. Mm. I grew up on a skateboard. Mm. My uncle's a professional skateboarder. Like, you feel me? Like OG Supreme Team. Yeah. I grew up skateboarding. I didn't put me on a skateboard. Mm. I'm not nice. Mm -hmm. I just skateboard. And um, it's like this is like two years old. We're talking like three, two, three years old. Mm. So I'm hanging out like Lafayette, Lower East Side. I don't even remember. I just you just like reminded me. Like mm. I used to hang out with him and just skate whatever they was doing. I'm talking about like OG dudes, like legends, like they legends. You feel yeah. me? Like I'm just hanging out with them and just you know they getting fucked up. They doing whatever they do. 
And I was like, that was my understanding of life of like what I wanted. Like, like subconsciously, I guess I always wanted that. Like when I get older, I'm gonna have my friends and we gonna skate and we gonna chill, you know, da, 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 da. like that was my concept of like what it is. But you understand, Queens is a whole different borough. Yeah. You know, those those kids are all from Lower East Side in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So the, the the bridge is right there. They skate. That's a you know that's a very specific lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm from Queens. Like a lot in Queens is not like that. Like the skaters over there, they were all older. You know what I'm saying? The time was ending when I was getting older. You know, for right. what was cool and what it isn't cool. Even though Supreme didn't really blow up until after I was older, but the skate community, they didn't have a skate park yet. Like this is a, this is a skate park in Astoria, yeah. but that wasn't there yet. So I was just going to the parks. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to like chill with teenagers. So I'm like seven years old by the time I'm like trying to skate, like for real. Yeah. And I'm just hanging out with the older dudes and they all smoking weed and I can I, I smoke weed, I'm gonna get my ass beat. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? So I can't do none of that. Mm-hmm. They drinking, da da da. So it's like either play soccer with the kids your age and play with a tag or skate with like the 13, 14 weird dudes because they're like kind of weird because they're older and like, why am I chilling <laughs> with them? But they support you. Like the skate, the skate community is dope. Like, cause like you learn like a different type of like, like it's like a character, a skateboarder mm-hmm. character. Is like they have like a code. Like it's weird. Like they don't have it. It's not yeah. real. We're not. It's not a real thing. I'm like, no, yeah. but there's like a. It's a welcoming vibe. Like mm. you know, like basketball is like getting the basketball court. I remember the same park I used to skate in is the same park I got crossed for the first time. Mm. So like, I went to the basketball court. <laughs> I'm the littlest nigga on the court, and they dropping me, and everybody's like, oh. <laughs> you feel me? When if I go and try to do a kickflip. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, try again. Like, well, let me tell you, let me tell you how you put your feet. Let me yeah, do that. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a different, it's supporting a different vibe. It, a little more yeah, it's a little bit more supportive. You know what I mean? Like, but like, I fucked with basketball. You feel me? So yeah. I ended up, you know, I ended up growing, getting older. Then it was handball. Mm. I got nice and handball. Mm. And then I was like, you know, what? I won't play basketball. Mm. So I started, I started playing ball, and uh, I, I, I literally trained in the rain every day, like just to get my jump shot, yeah. just to get my jump shot. And, uh, and yeah, I made the, I made the basketball team. Nice. Just, just to make it. Like, yeah. I, did, my goal was just to make it. Just to say as you did. Like, and you know, you desire, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want, you will get. That's why you gotta be more specific. Yeah. My desire literally was just to be on the fucking basketball team. I right. said I'm gonna do anything just to get on the team. Yeah, I got on the team. <laughs> I ain't do shit though. Like, yeah, 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 I yeah, average yeah. three points a game. Like, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> but you know, and then I got on the football team, and then, uh, but I've been rapping since I was like fucking eleven. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, man. And just, just hearing you say all of these things I feel like your skate experiences influenced your basketball experience and your basketball experience like influences your music experience yeah, you know exactly. it's like and that's that's one of the the beauties of sort of like even growing up as a kid and specifically for you in New York I feel like you sort of took advantage of that you were sort of saw these opportunities to like go to the skate parks and go to the ball courts and like hang out with your friends and like learn about music and because of that, it just sort of adds to like your your character and who you are, and like even the type of music you make now. I can hear that, you know. I can hear all of that history, you know, in a verse. So like, I feel like you sort of, um, you know, were very. I don't know if you're aware of it, but you were like like a sponge. You were soaking up all of that game, all yeah. of that lifestyle, all of the, those moments, you know. And I feel like now you're you're able to. I'm getting ahead of myself, but you're able to sort of like you know share that with us through your music. But um, but yeah, man, I just this is dope hearing this. I'm just I'm just saying stuff as I'm thinking it, but yeah. like, it's just dope to hear that, bro. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, at the time, man, like um. So you make the basketball team and you know you're still skating at the time or this is high school this is high school so now. high school is the basketball team okay yeah so yeah. i stopped skating maybe like 
freshman year mm-hmm. round because I'm working now. You feel me? Yeah. So my what happened was my stepdad got locked up. Mm-hmm. So he got locked up, and uh, my mom, my mom, she she had she was an esthetician. She had like a like a she went to school for beauty. She was yes. An esthetician. Yes. So she was working at some point, but at that point she wasn't. So it was like, damn, like, now I gotta, you know, I'm already working. Like my uncle like, got me a job, you know what I'm saying? I was blessed, you know what I'm saying? My uncle blessed me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I was working with, you know, a New York thing. Mm. Yeah. And working at a New York thing, like I, like it's a skate shop. It was like a streetwear skate shop, but it wasn't really, you know, they didn't really have like skate yeah. utensils and stuff. For those who, who aren't familiar, like explain like what that is. Cause like as a, as a brand and as a company. A New York thing? Yeah, for those who don't know. Oh, it's yeah. a ANY thing? Yeah. A New York thing? Yeah. It's hard. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yo, I, I swear to God, I would have, that's, I love that fucking store. Mm, mm. Like Kiernan, that was Scott body, like mm. for real. Like mm. honestly, like being there was like one of the funnest times of my life. Cause we did like events, and like I basically like on on like Saturdays and Sundays I, I worked the store by myself. You feel me? Like I, I felt, you know, I felt dope. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm in Lower East Side, mm-hmm. just chilling. I tell my homies to pull up. I tell whoever to pull up. Like I'm I'm in the city, like, mm-hmm. just chilling. Like mm-hmm. that was dope. But yeah, that's when skateboarding kind of stopped because I was like, I need to focus. You know, I had to make all my schedules throughout high school. I had a one to seven. So that means I would go in at seven o'clock in the morning, mm. one p.m. I'd get out. This is from freshman year to senior year. I would go in. I said it didn't matter what school I went. I went to three different high schools. No matter what, I made sure I had a seven a.m. to get out like one o'clock, so I can get to work by two p.m. Mm. Get out by seven. So only five hours work. You know, hopefully like as many days as possible. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to get bread. You know, for the fam. You know, eat whatever it, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Until my mom gets a job. Mm-hmm. And then I met you know my homie Drug. Now he's this kid. My homie Gabriel meets this kid. He's like, yo, he's like, yo, um, yo, he freestyles. He's mad nice. You gotta link up with him. You write. I know you the writer. You be writing songs. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You gotta meet with him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, your, your flow is kind of like, eh, cause you know you be writing, but he flows mm-hmm. off the dome. Like you guys gotta link. Mm-hmm. So I meet this kid and I meet him in passing. Like you know, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, we gonna link. Then we link. We start talking music, and it's just yeah. like when I met you. Yeah, yeah. he's in tune. Mm-hmm. Like he, his vibe was in tune. Like when I, I know people that are just in tune. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, oh my god, like yeah. word, like cause I. I was writing on AIM. Like, I started, like, me and my boy, we was AIM. That's, that's how I started rapping. The AIM bars are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I started rapping on some real shit. This is really sidetracked, but right. on some real shit, how I started rapping. Yeah. Everybody was posting fucking Drake quotes on the AIM away, wow. away message. Oh, yeah. For those who may have forgotten, you probably know, but, like, AIM, America, Insta, what was Insta it? Messaging. Insta messages. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that was, like... Yeah, it's crazy too. Like if you were to like be able to archive that stuff, there was probably a lot of lot of bars put in yeah. there. You know? like, Hell yeah. A lot of moments in there. Yeah. Bro, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about everyone's <laughs> quoting this nigga Drake. I was a Drake hater. I was a uh. hater, bro. I'm talking about I'm like eleven. This is junior high. Now I'm going back to junior high school. Right, right. I'm right. hating on this. I, this is why I started rapping. Mm-hmm. Cause I was in love with some girl. I wrote I wrote poetry. So I'm a poet. Where, 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 where? I used to write poetry. So I'm sending a poet, you know what I'm saying? I'm sending her poems. Yeah. I handwritten one gave it to in class I went, oh. so then I'm like yo fuck this nigga Drake why is he talking about how I feel about girls like why is another man yeah, he's taking my sauce right now yeah not, not my sauce but like girls are going crazy and I'm like yo who is this nigga like do you know do you, do you know about him like I, that's how I felt like 
I'm like, I didn't like Lil Wayne either. So like, yeah. now you ask me, yo, Lil Wayne top five. You yeah. know, I love Lil Wayne. Yeah, I love yeah, Drake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, when I was a kid, I was like, fuck these corny niggas. Like, I was dead ass hate. I was hating, bro. I know what I'm hating. I was hating. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna write my own fucking away message. Right. Like, why are you quoting this man? You could make up how you feel and write it down. That's how I felt. I felt anybody could do that, but I was a poet, so like, I didn't think like that. I thought any kid could do that. So I'm just like. I'm writing and niggas is stealing my fucking away messages. <laughs> and acting like it's them. No, it's not right, it's not like they just right. stealing it. Not even out of respect. It's more like no, they, I said this. Yes! <laughs> niggas is talking about I said this. And then niggas is quote niggas is texting me. Talking about yo, bro, can you give me a poem to send to my this girl I'm trying to back? <laughs> yo, I'm like, alright, I must be nice. Cause like if niggas is stealing my shit, hey, and then niggas is asking me yeah. to fucking write them shit to send to girls and shit. Kind of a good sign actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. like, oh, I could rap, I could talk, I yeah, could talk. But yeah. I never said it, I never said it out loud though. I never said yeah, anything yeah. out loud. It was all written. Mm. It's all poetry. It's mm. all away messages. Mm. So niggas is trying to rap battle. I go to school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had LimeWire, so I know every fucking hip hop. Yo, shout out to LimeWire, by the way. Oh, dude. Yeah, that was that was that was definitely a gateway to the culture for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it puts you on to the last decade. Anything you wanted to hear, you got it. Any mixtape that you couldn't find anywhere else is probably on LimeWire. On LimeWire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mind you, summertime, I'm on LimeWire getting my game up. <laughs> I'm on LimeWire. You feel me? So I'm getting my game up on this music. Doing shit. your research. Hell yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up on Wu Tang and Biggie. Right, right, right. But I don't know about before them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My, they not, you know, my mom knows, but she not putting me on. I gotta go online where I see what's up. She just letting me know the name. She dropping the shit. I yeah. should download, but. Yeah. I gotta go in, yeah. and I love rock too. So like, I love Word. rock and roll too. So. Word, yeah. That was LimeWire. Rock and roll was big on my LimeWire days. Mm. But basically, I got to school. Some nigga wanna rap battle me, <laughs> and he think I didn't know. He think I wouldn't know right. that he spit a whole big L verse to me. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm talking about <laughs> niggas was rap battling me on AIM. Right. I'm washing them, washing them. Yeah. Everybody's getting washed on AIM. <laughs> this dude wants to come to me in school. Yeah. He trying to make a circle, like you feel me? The yeah. hook, everybody's like watching this right, rap battle. Right. I'm like, are you dumb? Like, <laughs> I said, you just said a whole big. I didn't even respond. I didn't even. I, I, maybe mm-hmm. I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, because I never rapped out loud. Uh-huh. But I was like, nigga, you just said a whole big Elvis. Get the fuck on my face, uh-huh. like, I, no. I said two bars. Oh my god, no, I did, I did. I said it in rap form. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how I said it. Right. I basically was like, nigga, take, you know, like, you, with the big L, you know, the, yeah, I said some shit. It was yeah, just like, nigga, yeah, yeah. that's it. I had to say two bars. He said a whole big L for 16 bars. <laughs> All I had to say was, nigga, oh, you get the fuck out of my face. Shut it down. Yeah, shut him down real quick. <laughs> like, and, you know, wow. so yeah, everybody battled me on AIM, so I never said this shit out loud, but AIM is where I started rapping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. AIM is where I started rapping, basically, because... That that like that gave me the juice, and then I rapped mm. the kid that tried to rap battle. I'm like, all right, niggas trying to confront me in the physical. I was like, oh, we getting, <laughs> we getting crazy. Yeah. But back to when I met Drug, when I met Drug, I met him. He's, you know, he started helping me with my flow. I started mm. helping him with the song, mm-hmm. like concept progression of like actually making writing a full song. Right. I would never give him any any bars, but he freestyled everything like in one shot. Wow. So like it was literally just about picking the best freestyles and organizing the thoughts together and just making it the intent just yeah. placing your intent to truth you know yeah. like to what it is yeah. and he would like help me flow out like your hours of just like just like like yo bro your flow is off like just move the like move the syllable add a word did it like just teaching me like how to be on point mm. sharpen you know sharpen my sword mm. and i got a whole studio i bought a whole studio wow. with my money yeah and i put it in the basement of the store mm. 
That's hard. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that like? You know, so like, were you like recording after your shift or like how, how was it working for you? Bro, niggas was sleeping in there. Mm. Talking about mm. Saturdays and Sundays, I had the whole store to myself. Right. So I lock up the store. Oh, bye, everybody, bye. <laughs> lock up, shut the gate. Open that shit right back the fuck up. Yeah. Just wait for the homies to pull out. We mm. <laughs> get 40 liquor stores next door. Yeah. Get yeah, a Taylor yeah. Port. Get mm. whatever it is. We 15, 16. I have an ID. Yeah. Mind you, I got a fake, fake ID. <laughs> but niggas didn't care. They're like, oh, you going? All right, cool. Whatever. You yeah. next door. We know who you are. Yeah. Bro, we recording. I'm talking about recording. Like this classic shit that I don't have on like three different laptops from way back on my mm. boy's computer, on my other boy's computer. Like, like that was the beginning of like. I'm doing this now. Like, mm. like basketball is cool. I quit the basketball team. Mm. Football team, I quit the football team. Because I needed to work, so I needed money. Mm. And then music costs money. Right. So I, now I need to work, you know, because, you know, whether my mom's had a job at the time or not, I need to eat. Right. And, you know, I, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make music. Because mm. now I'm saying this shit out loud. And I know I got the bars. I know mm. I'm nice. Mm. So I'm like, now nah, I just got to learn how to really learn my voice now yeah so I, yeah. I just i just learned my voice and you know help all my friends that wanted to be artists i, I believe anybody could be an artist and that's where it's like mm. that's where it stemmed the idea of i guess you know where, where, where we are now yeah and we were just talking about that before we even started recording it's like we're all valuable like we're all just as valuable and it's like i think you have a gift in that and being able to see the artist in anyone and I think that's important, you know? We need people like you to do that, you know? Cause it's like, sometimes it just takes that one person who's like, I see something there, you know? When everyone else is telling someone no, try something else. It's like, it takes the people who can actually say, no, there's something there, just work at it, you know? And like somebody did that for you, as you were saying, but then also you saw the value in doing that for other people too. And like, just even learning, I didn't know that you like, you know, put a studio at the basement of the store. Like by you doing that, you made a way for yourself, but you also were like helping other people too in the process, you know, by yeah. giving them an outlet to like probably get some of their ideas out. So that's powerful, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, it was lit. It thank was you lit. for sharing that, time. man. <laughs> wow, wow, man. It's like, I feel like we can really just stick on this topic the whole episode and <laughs> just talk about this. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, like, um, so this was junior high, high school. And then after high school, what was, what is sort of like your, your next evolution from there, man? So yeah, high school, you know, I did the basketball team, three points a game, coach was putting me in. I said, fuck that shit. <laughs> then the same coach for the foot, he's on the, he's the football team. He's one, he's one of the coaches for the football team. And I love him to death. He taught me a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He taught, he teached me L's. Like, I learned L's. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we went to the playoffs. You know, that was probably the furthest we ever went. You know what I'm saying? I was I was very grateful to be on the basketball team. And I met, you know, one of my best friends mm. on the basketball and football team. Mm. My homie Ja, you feel me? Yeah. And uh, after that, I was fully music. It was music. Mm. Like, you know, so high school ended and then the store closed down. Right. So when the store closed down, it's like, where am I gonna go? What am I gonna do with the studio? Mm -hmm. Now I don't got no place for the studio. I can't put it in my crib, my crib. And it's funny because now I got the studio in my crib, but mm -hmm. before I was like, hell no, I'm not putting the studio. I'm gonna record. Right. And, you know, fam everywhere, you know. And I, and I put it in my boy's crib. And I was like, you know what? I, like, same way he was in tune when I met him, I was like, you know what? Out of all people, I know if I put it in your crib, you gonna do something with it. Yeah, you like you know what I'm saying? Like and I know I could be at your crib, you know, recording all day, mm -hmm. so it's like whatever, like 
you know, we're going to do that. And uh, yeah, we did that. And I, I was like in his crib. I was still, I was looking, I, I worked after that store, bro. I worked at like 10 different places. Really? I have a resume for probably like... <laughs> Any type of age. anything, <laughs> I could work anywhere. Like yeah. everyone's, you know, you said everyone's useful. Mm. I know any, yeah. We, you, everyone, humble yourself because you mm. could do any job and you should learn. And the thing is, it's good. I feel like I'm happy. I'm grateful for the experience of working at different places because, like, there's shit that I do. I don't even remember that I know. Like, I could literally take your whole AC apart, fix your AC, and put it back in the window. Right. Like, right. I, I forget that I know how to do that <laughs> shit. Like. I, I, until the problem occurs you know I don't need to do it and I gotta get the tools and all that right. but there's so much shit I know how to do from so many different jobs mm. that like I have with me for life now like, yeah. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, like yeah. so yeah I was just working wherever I could work get my bread stand at my boy's crib for like months I'm talking about I would just go home take a shower go back record mm. you know help him make a tape album you know what I'm saying right, right. so I was doing that and then uh, I was in college BMCC mm-hmm. and I remember at the time, you know, this is before the store closed. I ended up dropping out because of music and um, music and uh, money. Yeah. Because it was I, I couldn't work simultaneously while going to school. It it, it just didn't they didn't they didn't go together. It just didn't work. And my mom didn't. I don't think she had a job yet at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I dropped out informally. And then when I try to go back. Um, I was basically like, you know, I, I didn't have money. Like, so basically, they they put me on academic probation, wrong, like wrongfully. Like, I could yeah. I could I could have went against it, and I tried my best. But BMCC is just like LIC or like Jamaica High School or like any big school. I don't know any big schools in Brooklyn, but there's that one school I'm pretty sure in every borough where it's like everyone's accepted and you can just go. That's how BMC is. See? Yeah. Like, it's the community college, but everyone in the world is accepted, yeah. and they don't have enough people or customer service for the school like mm-hmm. to actually care about mm-hmm. you know you each individual yeah thing. it's not you know what i'm saying it's a community yeah. whatever it's like going to LaGuardia. like no there's no there's not enough attention so yeah like whatever my files got lost and whatever and then i remember what i did was i went back for the second time mm-hmm. just to get a stamp of approval mm-hmm. to get an internship at warner music literally that was it like i was literally like like i literally i i, I didn't care like i was like Yo, i'm just gonna go do these classes and then the minute I get that stamp I'm leaving yeah. it's a dub I don't care cause these niggas played me they took my old money nah I'm not fuck that <laughs> and then like I had this speech class right mm-hmm. and this is where I really really dropped out and this is after I got the stamp I was gonna stay I was thinking about staying mm-hmm. and then I did the speech class they said pick an informative speech to do and I already did this in the last semester like last year I did mm-hmm. the same class mm-hmm. and I passed the whole class Yeah. so I already knew this I already I'm getting A's already in speech class and you know you're free to I rap nigga like I'm not scared to talk like in class yeah what are you yeah. talking about you so, in speech class all your life <laughs> yeah exactly like what yeah, the fuck yeah, yeah. so I go <laughs> I go and uh, they say you know pick what you want to inform us about and I picked the Barack Obama and then and then from and I swear to God, yo, I kid you not, Taj. Mm-hmm. I I dropped out literally mm-hmm. that next when the assignment was due. Yeah, I'm I'm always like the type to procrastinate to the assignment before. <laughs> you know? So I literally the day before I put Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at you know I'm just trying to inform people about Barack Obama. But then 
my informative goes to like let me learn about Barack Obama why do people not like Barack Obama then I understand like presidents because I'm a historian too like mm-hmm. so like I am my major and if I was to say like as myself I I am history mm-hmm. English mm-hmm. I'm ill at those subjects when it comes yeah. to math and science <laughs> science to me is a part of history so I, I think I'm pretty good at science I'm fairly good because I understand history of science mm-hmm. so like I'm mm-hmm. in tune with that like that's yeah, what I yeah, study yeah. personally I love school yeah do I like the system no so I'm the type to go to school and like learn like I care about what the teacher is talking about so I'm looking at Barack Obama and then I'm looking at the deficit of you know the the billion trillion dollars we owe China Mm -hmm. so I'm looking I literally sat there and tried to make a plan Mm -hmm. for the for us as Americans to be free from the deficit Mm -hmm. then I learned that you don't this is before zeitgeist this is before i'm spiritually woke or (laughs) vegan or any of that shit that you know that happened like three years later this is literally just me as a kid in college speaking your mind yeah yeah yeah. like and i'm like yo like the deficit is not meant to be paid this is not it's not meant it's not that's not a part of the system Mm. they 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 play with the debt and manipulate the debt and just keep moving Mm. that's how everything is when i realized that's how everything is all right, so I'm gonna manipulate my debt and my and, and whatever I need to do to get my dreams out. Because why the fuck am I gonna be working forever while they're manipulating my money when I could just use everything I want to do for myself? And I swear to God, like it broke my heart. Like I was literally like, wow, like, like I was like, yo, this is bullshit. Like I'm doing all this for no, like, like my plan is not is not incorporated properly. If my plan was more, if I knew this information before, I probably still would have went to college, but at least I would have been more in tune or new or like my, like I didn't have a major. I'm in college with no major. They gave me theater. I had, I took liberal arts and they gave me, they told me my, my, my shit was theater temporarily until I changed it. And I was just like the lack of consideration and just like my intention and the, the system simultaneously just turned me off so much that it was just like, nah, I'm gonna just make music. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, yeah. that's what I want to do. Yeah, and I feel that. and I made that full decision, and I just I dropped out, and that's it. I just I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> your experience is actually like it's it's a lot more like common than we would even realize. Like, I feel like a lot of like young students are realizing, you know, a lot of this, you know, as they're going through it. You yep. know, and it's like it's a real thing, man. It's a real thing. Thousands so, of dollars yeah. just lost because. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 was your? Did you say this in your speech as well in class? Or no, I didn't go. Oh, you didn't even go. Okay. So I you didn't go. Didn't I read that all that <laughs> shit. I, I literally made a plan. Yo, I'm telling wow. you, I stopped the paper. Yeah. I, I was like, yo, I'm just this. Is how I'm ex- this is how I'm explaining to people why I dropped out. I never yeah. showed anybody the paper, but mm. I have it. I just kept it nice, just because. Nice. And you know, Bernie Sanders, he had a similar plan. Mm. His Bernie Sanders' plan was literally like the more focused and political version of my plan, mm. but it had to do with like. I had to do with taxes but mm. splitting the taxes in a certain way right. whatever it was just some shit yeah. that was in, it's not gonna happen it's yeah. inevitable like it's not it's it's it's, it's easy to see like that's mm. not that purpose is just isn't there and people's minds are are split into mm. two cognitive two dissonance yeah yeah type shit yeah everybody and, and when you have everybody split like that like you know how are you gonna you know get everybody to be one and you right. can't you can't do it through that way mm. it's like you have to you have to get everybody to be one by like liberating them first mm. because if they're not liberated first and that's what we've been preaching for like the past five years right mm-hmm. like that individual happiness and, and freedom because if they don't have that mm. they're gonna be stubborn they're not gonna change because mm. everyone is in the same 
type of boat of split thinking. Yeah. So I, you need to put them in a whole different boat, but to even get to the other boat, their their thinking needs to be one again. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So so after leaving school that time, like what was what was your next step? What did you what, what did you oh, what was your next move? So I got the stamp. Yeah, yeah. So I got the stamp. Yes, yes. So that's another thing. I was in battery, I was batteries on my back to leave anyway. I, like, I got that, I got that stamp. It's good. I, I wrote an email to her because I, I knew I was dropping out like on some because I'm supposed to to get that that stamp. Mm-hmm. You, you got to stay in school. Right. So I wrote an email like, yo, I appreciate you so much. Like I. I have her. I have her thing. Lana, I think her name is, mm-hmm. and I. I will thank her forever for that. Mm-hmm. Just that that small experience in my life. Because the interning at Warner Music, I was with Dante Ross, mm-hmm. and you know, I was in the A and R department. Right. So I was literally. I never did this before. So I've been making music, but I've been neglecting new music. So I literally looked up, you know, in the A and R department. He said, "Yo, just find me artists," mm-hmm. and I was looking up all the artists. Mm-hmm ever like that put out anything <laughs> and i was like you should sign him you should sign him sign. and in that in that world i was just learning so much mm-hmm. about the music industry mm-hmm. just by talking to him because like we're talking about this dude like you know he's eminem you know yeah like, krs like this he's an og like right. you know so i'm just learning game like mm-hmm. and, like it's like family kind of like you mm-hmm. know he's like he's like putting me under the wing like teaching me game i kind of fronted on him because i ended up leaving but like mm-hmm. I was also broke, nigga. Like I'm here for free. Like you gotta yeah. remember the store closed. The store was closing down. Right. So I'm just at this internship now, mm. and I ain't eating. Like yeah. I don't got nothing. Like nobody supported me. Like you feel me? I'm mm. just like you want me to come here, but I don't got Metro card or food money. Like I'm starving. Like I'm literally at that desk mm. starving. Mm. You feel me? So I was just like, nah, I can't. You know what I'm saying? But what happened was I met Durante. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And homie Durante is a producer. Yeah. Now he was making beats. He was like, he was cool with um, like he was cool with like uh, his man, like his, one of his friends. Friends was like Jadena. Jadena, Jid- yeah, yeah, yeah. And right before he came out to, he was telling me, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he's showing me. Mm-hmm. You know, we had we had like, and it was just like you again, like mm-hmm. another. I had that experience, like. I felt he was in tune. I was like, yo, he's a genuine person. Like, I love Durante. Like, mm. that's my guy. Like, I love Durante. I got Durante. Yeah. That's my nigga, like, for real. Like, and I met him, and we had arguments about music because our, our opinions were not the same. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew his music knowledge mm. just because of how he broke down his opinion. Like, mm. he understood his opinion. was He had a subjective opinion. Yeah. I had mine. But he'd also bring up the facts of, like, of yeah. what is, you know... You know, just the yeah, facts. I just want to make note of that because I think that's that's a really great thing that you just said. Because I think a, a lot of our times, even with our friends or people, we're just having conversations with. I think understanding the nuance of yeah. disagreeing but respecting someone's opinion, yeah. understanding that they do have knowledge on whatever's being spoken about. Yeah. Um, this is a completely like related but unrelated statement, yeah. but yeah. like yeah, I feel like that's something that like people need to hear. Yeah. It's like being able to like disagree with someone passionately, but also to deeply respect where they're coming from. You yeah. know. So yeah, continue, continue. Yeah. Word, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it's hard, and especially like people get it twisted, like, oh. You, yeah, that's my opinion when you're talking about facts. Like, don't, mm. don't, don't, like, don't say like that's your opinion. Like, <laughs> you're talking about a fact and saying that's your opinion. Like, nah. That, but he's like literally talking about his opinion and then like stating the facts behind his opinion mm. and then like not like fully like neglecting my shit, but just being right. like, I don't like that though. Like, mm. don't come to me with that, that weak shit. That shit's <laughs> trash. Like, and like he, he, I remember he was just like, I like Travis Scott and certain people that I was like probably just hating on at the time. Like, uh-huh. I like them now. He's also a big South fan. Like, mm. he loves Southern music. So. 
I'm not like a southern. I'm New York. You feel me? I'm yeah. up here. Like I like West Coast. And I like I like New York. I mm-hmm. I never bumped like Young Jeezy and Gucci Man. Like and now I understand. Like yeah. now that I'm older. Yeah. And like I'm I, maybe just older and I've I I've dealt with more people that resonate. You experience life more. So now. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I know I know that type of time. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. when I was there, I didn't know that type of time. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a part of my understanding. Yeah. So I can't bump Young Jeezy and understand why people fuck with Young Jeezy. <laughs> like now I I, I kind of understand why people fuck with Young Jeezy so, or Gucci Mane. Like, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, and you know I brought him to the studio mm-hmm. and my boys crib because remember I put everything from. I get the store closed down. Right, right. So right, I put it right. in my boys' crib. Yeah. Now I'm interning at Warner, drop out of college. And I brung them, and it's crazy. All my friends that rap yeah. was there. Wow. So wow, it, was, wow. it was me, Fresco, Perk, and Drug. Mm-hmm. And these are the best rappers I know, mm-hmm. even right now, mm-hmm. to this day. I'll tell you who the best rappers are. They were in that room in Queens, at least. Yeah. Between Queens and Brooklyn. And I still vouch for that. Like, mm-hmm. And he pulled up, and he was playing his beats. Yeah. And we were all just freestyling mm. on all the beats he played. Mm. And we're like, yo, who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> yo, he wildin'. Like, yeah. yo, like, he pulled up like Jesus. Like, mm. he told me his story, like, from, from, from literally just from Warner Music. Cause, you know, you had, you had the, you had the cubicle. Like, we just talking about, like, music and da da da. We don't want to get in trouble. We just, you know, mm-hmm. we just keeping it short, but we, we, we letting our opinions be known yeah. and just, you know. Yeah, yeah. But on the train ride from Warner <laughs> yeah. to the crib, yeah. He's telling me his story, mm. and I was like blown away. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, this, yo, you different." Like, mm. like respect on the highest level. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I fucked with him. Like, cause especially the vulnerability, like to him, for him to read my energy and say that he could like speak like that. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, that's mad love." Like, I already fucked with him before we even walked into the crib, mm. and I didn't even hear his beats yet. <laughs> and then he played his beats, and I was like, "Oh, it's over." Yeah. So basically. <laughs> He made a tape of my boy Drug, mm. and that's the tape that got them signed. Wow. And that's, you know, they was I was like, yeah, they, he on go. You feel yeah. me? That was the yeah. tune. And as soon as I met Durante, mm-hmm. I, I left the internship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's just how I am. Like once I find out the purpose of what it is, I keep it pushing. Like, no. And that, that's actually a, a skill, you know, to be able to to see where you belong and then to understand when it's time to to move forward. And, you know, and I think that that's something that like. You can't really teach. It's like it's a feeling. It's like you understand where your moment is, and then okay, now I have to move on to the next moment. You know, so I feel like that takes a lot, man. It takes a lot, but you, you felt that. You felt that. So, <laughs> yeah. so what was the next step for you after that? Same <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, damn, I don't even know. I think I. Uh, so I was working at. Uh, I was working. This was mad humbling too, because I was I was in Paris by this. Mm-hmm. Then I was working in a story at Peter Pan. I had nowhere else to work. I feel that, yeah. So I was working like gyro spot. Mm -hmm. And I mind you, this is in the hood, like in my hood. Yeah. So like everyone is stopping by Mm. and I'm supposed to be a rapper. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, oh like, oh you still doing music? I'm like, yeah, and I'm behind Mm. (laughs) behind the desk with the really had to swallow your ego. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) At least if I'm like, you know, Mm. like doing something like, you know, nobody sees me. You know, Mm. like I'm like ACs, you know, doing other jobs, like nobody sees you. So it's like, oh it's cool. Like I can work, get my bread shady and keep pushing. Right. But when when you in the hood, like, you know what I'm saying, like that, and you know, you're supposed to be doing something that it entails you being like you know your value has to be looked at greater because you know you, you're saying that as a rapper you're supposed to be like you know oh i got bread i'm you know i'm either doing some shit that gets me bread where i got free time or i'm you know like that, that's the idea back then you know yeah, what i'm saying i really respect you know you even sharing this because i think that's something that i think people need to hear because 
I think even with like, you know, the internet and sort of like how sort of the currency now is like how you project yourself. And I feel like sometimes there can be that split of where people aren't really understanding like this is a real human being. Yeah. This is a person that like, you know, it's like we're all experiencing, you know, life, specifically in New York City. It's like we have to sort of like make a way for ourselves as we're pursuing our dreams, as we're pursuing our passions. And that's really humbling. You know, it's really humbling to even hear you say that because that's actually probably more common than not is where like we're having to work, you know, jobs where it's like, oh, I probably wouldn't want to be here. It's like, oh, man, it's like, but at the same time, it's like what we need to do. You know, because it's like that that's the sacrifice that it takes, you know, and I feel like, yeah, man, that's, that's really just a testament to you. Like, I feel like that's that takes a lot to even share. I mean that, you know, because like, I'm trying to be real. I'm trying yeah, to be honest, that's yeah. a, that was just a feeling. I'm above mm. the feeling now. I'm yeah, older. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just explaining at the time as a kid, you mm. think what the standards are of being and how people in society. You see people living their life as like so and so. So it's like, yeah. oh, wait, I, I'm supposed to be in that same life. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. supposed to be like this. I know I don't look like that. And I know they're thinking it. Mm. So it's just like, because you could hear it when they say, oh, like, oh, yeah, you still make music? Mm. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, ah, oh, yeah, man, I make music. Right. Yeah, like, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Like, you say that to me now, like, okay, that's cool. You don't know. That's mm-hmm. we're, we're older now. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> like oh, shit, yeah. But, like, no, yeah, no, I think but, I'm working for it. Yeah, no, but yeah, man. So, so like, even in that process of working there and then even sort of, like, learning what your, your next, like, form of, like, fully creating and fully expressing yourself would look like, what was your next step? Or were you like, I'm just going to write poetry? Well, no, no. Well, what happened was... So my boy, he was having like he he was like breaking up with his girl. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, we out to Atlanta." Mm-hmm. We literally went from Orlando. <laughs> we went from Orlando, and I was we were planning to live in Atlanta. Mm. So they were going to some event. They saw Kanye. It was at the Waffle House. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Andre Three Stacks. You know, they saw Future. I I, I wasn't there for that, but I, I went. I drove to Orlando with my boy. He got the crib down there. We, we brought the whole studio to Orlando. Wow. Recorded. I was no, so I was literally just focused on helping him make his projects. Right. You know what I'm trying to say. And this is when he met Durante, and the, you know the project that got them signed wasn't created yet. This is the initial album, so it's the first album they tried to make. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just trying to help him because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you know, if one makes it, we all make it. That was my mentality. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like, at least one of my homies gets out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm trying to say if I can contribute to that, then we out. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, I could see who who's in order, who's you know out of my friends because I'm like yo we're all gonna you know have our time and just you know you know the order yeah time. waiting for the time <laughs> yeah yeah just get or like doing the hard work whoever mm. is whoever is in position to do the hard work for the time because everything's circumstantial mm. now I'm not trying to make excuses but people have their circumstance of feeling because you have to be feeling to yeah. create the art you have to be in the moment you yeah. have to be in the moment yeah, yeah. If, and if you don't got the, the studio or art mm. platform or the, the setup to do it then you can't ever be in the moment so that's one part and that's the other part mm-hmm. so he had it mm. you know he had it I'm not gonna take it away from him you know what I'm saying he got it I'm gonna help him I said I'm sticking I'm sticking with him mm-hmm. cause he had the most moment that he wanted to do it so that was my focus so we were supposed to go da-da-da. we go to Orlando Atlanta and then my uncle calls me he's like yo you wanna open up for the diamond store the diamond supply store mm. in Atlanta I'm like I mean in New York yeah. and I'm like damn that's kinda fire but like <laughs> nah I'm trying to like stay mm. in Atlanta mm. and I didn't really answer him and then um, shit didn't work out in Atlanta like you know just the, the living situation wasn't in tune you know what I'm saying I ain't trying to say you know all the details of that but it just wasn't in tune and then uh, 
I stayed with my aunt in South Carolina. She had a built-in studio. Her fiance had a built-in studio. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Rashad recorded like a week before we came. Before he was Isaiah Rashad, like Mick mm-hmm. Jenkins, like yeah. a lot of a lot of like dope dudes pulled up. Mm-hmm. It was a dope studio, and uh, we was gonna stay there and just record. Mm-hmm. And then you know I was like, nah, I need bread. Like yeah. I'm gonna just keep moving like this on some like hungry, like don't know how I'm gonna eat, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. And then I opened up the Diamond Supply Store, and then. Uh, Yo, Jay-Z said this one thing, and, and Jay-Z said this, because Jay-Z got a lot of lines that yeah. I could quote, but this one for this, this these stories right here, mm-hmm. and this time, he said, he said, I always knew I was a prophet because I couldn't find a decent job. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. he said that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yo, I swear to God, yo, every time I get a job, it's either, either not consistent pay, mm-hmm. or I just hate it, or like, the people front on me. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, like... Which is the experience of a lot of young people in New York, by the way. Yeah, yeah, because because you're disposable again. Like, are you saying everyone is, you know, everyone's equal? Well, you should be humbled yeah. by that. But then again, these days, that's how they look at you too. Mm. Like, we can just replace you with it. It's mm. literally because their vibe is that they have to fuck with you too. Yeah. So you know, those instances, nobody wants problems. Nobody wants altercations, especially if it's between, you know, two two employees or an employer, and you're just supposed to bow your head and keep pushing to keep your your financial stability. Right, right. You know what I'm trying to say, like. You know, I put my dreams above that. So yeah. I don't know if I'm wrong, if that's ego, but mm. I put my dreams above that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like I was, you know, I was at the diamond store. I love that. I wish, you know, everything worked out, but it just didn't work out. Put mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was late one too many times. Mm-hmm. Just put it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a late problem. I was late today. I'm just, I just be late. <laughs> Fuck that. It's I, all good. I'm, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, that didn't work out. So I went. Uh, I went back to making music, you know, as hard as possible because I wasn't making music when I came back. Mm. And then, um, yeah, then I got a girlfriend mm-hmm. that took that took like a year of my life, mm. like legit, like that. I was shook it, like I was like, wow, I was so blinded. I never had love like that, mm. so I was just blinded by love so much. Like I was spending all my days with everything, like, whatever I did was with her. Like I wasn't like I was, yeah, I was on that type of time. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. So even after sort of coming back to New York, like I sort of know you now, like today, you know, like that time period of you sort of even getting back into music, you know, and sort of like finding your voice again. Like, mm-hmm. how was that process? Cause I think that's something else that I'm just thinking about now. It's like, I think people assume that like, especially for us or for, for other creatives, it's like, oh, they just, been doing this thing the whole time there was no stops there was no yeah, yeah. there was no life <laughs> situations that made them alter but I, actually that's probably more common than not you know and i feel like that's a part of it yeah, you yeah. know and, and with anything you know it's sort of the the process of even like even when you're younger you know doing something every day and then you know sort of when you're older life circumstances changes you know even like living circumstances changes where you're living and it's like you're sort of you know having to figure out life as you create, you know, and I think that's a real, especially in New York, it's a, it's probably even a more evident challenge to sort of like overcome. Mm-hmm. Because like there's, even now living here, there's just so many like hurdles and obstacles, whether that be financial, um, even just time, having the time to do everything that you want to do, mm-hmm. even having the energy, you know, because it's like working like long hours and then sort of then trying to find the time to do what you want for yourself is that much more difficult. But I feel like us openly talking about it is helpful, you know, and it's actually probably even more powerful than we realize. Cause it's like, 
yeah, me hearing you say like, you know, like you, you know, we're doing music, then you picked it back up. To me, that's, that's, that's overcoming. Yeah. That's fighting for your passion, man. Yeah. That's fighting for what you really love doing, you know? So yeah. I, I just wanted to say that, but oh. continue, Will, continue. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I got a girl and that's, that's love, man. I put love above everything. Like I love, you know, I love love. Yeah. But, you know, I, w- I just had to make a decision like of myself and indiv- like individual. I was just too immature to have, to balance both. Like, mm. you know, some people could work five jobs mm. and go to school. That's in their character. Like they, they, that they can do that. Yeah. Now, as exhausting as it can be, they're still doing it. Mm. So you gotta respect that, even though if it's not good for them, their health and what some type of health, mental health, whatever type of health, they're still capable. Right. You know, I, I just, I realized that like my skills when it comes to that is I'm not capable of separating my time mm. and dividing it into like multiple things. Like I, I could, but I like going a hundred. You know, yeah, I like yeah. going a hundred percent. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So. You know, I, I would just, I had to basically, like, I couldn't do that. I was like, you know, I ended that. And then, um, basically, I got another studio, bought another studio. I bought, like, five studios. <laughs> and and, and you, you're right about, like, how, like, you know, the circumstances really take a toll because it's like, I feel it more for other people than myself. Right, 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 right. Like, my yeah. favorite my favorite rapper, the person I thought that was, like, the best rapper, mm. is, like, you know, when you see them going through it and, like, you know, one is homeless or, like, you know, another one loses family members and then another one is, like, mm. you know, you're worried about his mental health and then... It's real life shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And these yeah. are, like, I think I would put them, I swear to God, they could rap battle anyone and just violate. Mm. Whether it's off the dome or written, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And I'm just looking at the trials and tribulations that they're going through mm. and all that is just, like... You know, what I'm going through, I'm like numb to it. I just feel like I go by love. Mm. So what I'm going through, I know I'm going to get through. Mm. But when you watch other people go through things, whether it's less or worse, mm. it's just like, it's just a different type. Especially, you know, you hold them to people that I, I feel, feel that are in my frequency and my level. Mm. I hold them higher than myself because I feel like I can't be myself fully without those people around. I hear so I love those people. Yeah. Like, yo, like, I really, like, I respect you, like, mm. on a million, like, Mm. Mad love. I got mad love for you. I hear that, bro. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, nigga, yeah. without you being around, mm. where I'm going to feel, where I'm going to see the other real people at? Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, you know, that's like, who else? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's important. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And I think in this time we're living in now, too, it's even more important because we're realizing, like, yeah, it's like we're all, like, experiencing real life shit as we're going through all of this. You know? And I think yeah. that's that's the important part to at least keep, you know, bring to the forefront. Cause that's the only way we can deal with it. That's the only way we can like grow from it is if we are being more vulnerable with the people we trust, you know? So like, I, I think it's it's actually very empowering, bro. Like it's really empowering just to even hear what you're talking about now. Like I'm getting encouraged. And I think that's that's <laughs> a part of it. I feel like we, we often, I think it's easier because of social media to sort of like almost hide the, the difficult parts of our lives or, the, yeah. or not even online, but just in conversation even. It's like, almost like making it seem like our path to success was just like this you know squeaky clean or this like sort of like path of least resistance but like i feel like we actually experience the most resistance in a lot of ways but that's you gotta fight yeah so so (laughs) you really do have to fight that's exactly it so so yeah i think being honest about the fight part of it um I, i think can probably bring a lot more healing and a lot more like reassurance for people who are going through that you know right now today you know the people who are listening to this today like our friends you know it's like we're all experiencing something real on some level so it's important to be vulnerable about it and you know because 
yeah, we, we don't even realize how much somebody could actually benefit from hearing this, you know? Like, there's somebody benefiting th from hearing you say this right now, bro. So, like, yes, thank you for that, man. For real, yeah. for real, man. So, yeah, I, I honestly feel like we have a lot more to talk about, bro. Because, <laughs> like, we, we really do. Um, but, like, I, I also want to just, like, also talk about just, like, even more recently. Like, mm -hmm. you know, since we've met and sort of me even observing and seeing you, you know, with music, events, um, and even just being a real dude and <laughs> just, like, being around, bro, I, I feel like um, these past couple of years have really been, um, you know, eye-opening for me, Word. you know, and just seeing how all of our friends have sort of been connecting and helping and supporting each other. Word. So, yeah, man, what's it been like for you, just the experience of sort of these past couple of years and sort of seeing all of our community sort of, like, becoming more in tune, like you were saying? <laughs> I mean, hey, I think, yeah, the past couple of years has definitely been... And dope, mm. I think. I think 100%. Mm. So like, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically, you know, pulling up. So I tore my Achilles tendon. So mm. I, after after my girl, da da da, tore my Achilles tendon playing ball. My boy was telling me, Yo, you want to rap? Or you want to be? You want to make the league? Which one are you want to do? Mm. He used to make fun of me all the time. Mm. I tore my Achilles. So I tore my Achilles. After tearing my Achilles, I get on my feet. I'm looking for a job. Just, I, I was working at Club Monaco. My boy got my job at Club Monaco mm -hmm. past time. Mm -hmm. I'm dressed up like, you know, in suits, yeah. Wall Street. <laughs> that shit was weird. <laughs> I could barely walk. Like, I'm, I'm like limping to right. the interview. Like, you feel me? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, I need money. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I got a, I got like a disability. Like, I don't think I got a disability at all. I think I got it too late. I applied too late. It was over. Mm -hmm. Like, I was already healed. Yeah. When I was out for a year. Mm -hmm. So my mom was busy take care of me. Mm -hmm. You know, me and my mom never had a job at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. But um, yeah. After that, and then I got I got a call, I got an interview for Supreme, wow. Supreme Brooklyn store, opening the Supreme Brooklyn store. Yeah. I was like, damn, I already fucked up the diamond supply shit. <laughs> you know, so I'm just right, like, right, right. I can't fuck this shit up. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so mm -hmm. working at the Supreme Brooklyn store, I'm in Williamsburg. Right. Now I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm where I'm dreamed I dreamed to be. Like, yeah. I was dreaming like at, at anything. I was happy. I would never be like, oh, I want to work at Supreme. But when I was a kid, I wanted to work at Supreme. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. so that was like my dream came true. Like I was at Supreme in Williamsburg, the bridge I used to walk every day. Like yeah. I want, I'm gonna live here now. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I think I moved into the neighborhood around the same time the store opened. So yeah. like, yeah. That's why Kim Folk's down the block. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's how I pulled up. Oh yeah, uh, Kim Folk, no problem. Like, <laughs> that's right here. Like, yeah. yeah. So wow, wow. yeah, and then now I'm making bread. Mm -hmm. I never made that much bread before. So mm -hmm. I'm making a good amount of bread. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, I could live out here soon, you know? Like, I'm, that's the type of, I'm, I'm on a high positive. And, you know, I could pay for studio time. Mm -hmm. I don't got to record, you know, in someone's crib, trying to be quiet, or someone else's mm -hmm. crib, or my crib. Or I could go to a studio and knock out songs. Mm -hmm. So I was, I just started with my old songs that I couldn't let go of. Like, yeah. it just meant too much to me. Yeah. So I just recorded all the old songs from high school mm -hmm. and just started dropping them just to get, just start the vent. Just to let people know out. I'm alive. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm here. This is how I feel. This, mm -hmm. this is how I felt. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I was just getting it all out. Yeah, my ex from, you know, Achilles, whatever the energy, anger, whatever, anything I had, I just let it all go. Mm. So those are, that's all 2018. And I had enough money to make events. I'm like, oh, how much is the venue? I'm going to venues. <laughs> I make, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I was doing, I, I got money. You got money. You, you make shit work. You make shit happen. You make money, takes money, you make money. You feel me? Right. So I'm just doing whatever it takes, you know, with that opportunity. 
and you know as grateful as, as i was and yeah and just meeting you and i was trying to build the collective and that's when i really found my purpose too mm. like working at you know at supreme while mm. simultaneously you know i was trying to gather up individuals that were like-minded but i was also trying to show people like we're all like-minded yes like yeah. you could bring anyone <laughs> in this space and the introduction will show them that we all want the same things we're just going about it differently because of our circumstances mm -hmm. we're all born in our own different types of personality and individuality right. i'm respecting that but understand that if we work together we will all have what we want regardless yeah so i was just trying to build that team and i you know now that i'm you know older and have the experience of even you know having those teams for like a, you know a good couple months maybe six months to a year i was working with whoever wanted to work and just pull up to the office space i had an office space yeah and uh, that's when I met you. Yeah. And I was like, yo, you're the one-man army, though. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm building a team to do an event. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm, I'm literally trying to formulate, you know, everyone's interest and, like, get it out and, like, trying to be, like, you know, you know, building community. It was, like, community building. Mm -hmm. I was trying to build communities. And I'm still going to do it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It just... I now understand what it takes because you're the one man. I literally see you as the one man army. Like I see you, I'm like, yo, I met you. I was like, yo, he's doing this off the strength of the dome. Like he's doing mm -hmm. this. Like, like of course you have people helping you. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. But it's just a different type of energy because you know what you want. You know what I'm trying to say? You're more like it's it's a more direct intention. Mine was more like, let me see what I can do with what I got, with who wants to do what. I need more inspiration. So I was like looking for validation, inspiration. Now I know exactly what yeah, I want. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say? It's different, but. It's and you know fulfilling everyone's individuality is very hard mm. when everyone is 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 so different. Like, like even though the goal could be the same, the individuality has to be a little bit more you know acute. It has to be a little bit more closer together. Tailored, yeah. yeah, like I wasn't tailoring. I was just like, yo, whoever pull up. Yeah, you know, it was very open. Like, like that's beautiful. But like, I didn't have the resources to be that quick to make everything happen. Mm. But I was making whatever I could happen. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So yeah. I would do the events. Yeah. But it wasn't filling everyone's purpose quick enough, mm. cause it wasn't, it wasn't fast enough. It wasn't efficient. And I had work, so at Supreme, I'm working like 40 hours. I'm working. Yeah. I didn't sleep. Yeah. And I would be late to work, and I wasn't sleeping though. Mm. Like I was better off not sleeping. Yeah. To be early. To so say you wouldn't oversleep. Yeah. yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. cause, and, and that was the best time. I remember like, cause I was like on like warning notice. I remember like three months straight, I wasn't, I wasn't late, and I wasn't sleeping though, mm. because that was the only way I could make music, go to the studio, make music, throw my events and then go to work wow. that was the only way wow. and then yeah like and that was that was a beautiful time like i had like an event every month you had yeah. an event every month and yeah i feel like we was just rocking <laughs> yeah and i remember an event uh, that you threw at the woods yeah. and also you just mentioned in terms of like creating a team and i just felt like i met so many great people that night that i went to the woods and mm -hmm. just so many people that were genuinely interested in each other mm -hmm. you know i feel like that's something that i really appreciate about what you're able to create and also too and i, I even told you this every time i would see you i was like we have to talk about the rooftop Oh, the 4th of July. Oh, 4th of July, that's the craziest party ever. Yeah, bro, like <laughs> that. And, and and I guess we'll talk about it again with like Break and Mo. Yeah. And shout out to them. I feel like, um, you know, they'll probably have some more of their perspective they can add to it as well. But like, I feel like you guys really created a, a genuine New York City moment, you know, that, you know, a lot of people, you know, really appreciate. You know, I'm not even saying they appreciate it. I'm gonna say they still appreciate it right now. Yeah. And I just felt the energy of it. I was I wasn't blessed to be able to go, but like I just felt the energy yeah, from yeah. it. And I was like, <laughs> I wish it was this there, is bro. different, it man. Was lit. It was so so, so like yeah. Explain explain that as much as you you know as you can. Just like 
what was that day for you like? It was probably like a blur, but honestly, <laughs> nah, honestly, I didn't really have fun. Mm. I had one drink. Yeah. <laughs> I had one drink. I didn't even get to finish. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That drove yeah. made me. Yeah. So we had Joe's crib. That's, that's you know that Joe lives in that mm-hmm. the loom. Yeah. So. Literally like that. Every rooftop got shut down. Like yeah. Nobody's allowed to do anything now. Wow. Well, <laughs> all right, so paint the picture for someone who's not from New York, who like hears about this party. Like, what was this party for you, bro? Bro, I'm talking about, we had <laughs> actors on that roof. Yo, it was day crazy. Like, yeah. so there was basically like four parties going on simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And yo, shout out LeVar, Dick Bayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause he was the only one bringing the hood out. Yeah, big respect, me? big respect. No, big respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I told him about the party. I was like, yo, I got this rooftop for July. Yo, pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this was uh, 2018, was it? So 2018. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. so last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not this year. Last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the funnest party ever, and I didn't even get to like enjoy. I just mm-hmm. enjoyed seeing people have fun. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like low key, that's that's a great feeling. Yeah. You know, is just seeing people enjoy the moment is like that's the reason why you do this. Cause like yes, now they 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 feel it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 I was there the last year. Yeah. So I was in that building the last year. Okay. okay. And like I already knew, like, all right, you know, the, you know, people like last year, mm-hmm. the, the 2017, there was, you know, those people on the roof, you know, there was, there was a setup. They had food and drinks, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it was basically like the neighborhood, like you know, everybody from went you know, around there that like you know that gentrified area. What neighbor is this? Was this Bushwick or? They calling it East Williamsburg. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, it's yeah. the battle, bro. Like <laughs> even in Queens, like they call everything flushing. Uh-huh. Nigga, I'm from fucking Corona, bro. You calling everything the toilet? Like, nigga, what are you doing? Like, flush. I know what flushing is. Flushing is Main Street, bro. Don't try to tell me yeah. I live in flushing. Yeah. Literally, if you go in the mail, they tra- they call everything flushing. Mm. So like now, you know, Brooklyn's having that same battle. It's like yeah. Williamsburg, Bushwick, Ridgewood, like yeah. all this gray area. Right. But basically, yeah, it's like Bushwick. Okay. East Williamsburg, Bushwick, whatever you want to call it. Right. So. Yeah, like everyone just pulled up to the building because yo, yo, I'm telling you, you pulled up mm. the whole. You see the fireworks from the hood, everyone around the hood fireworks, mm. and then you see the whole Macy's show fireworks. Yeah, so yeah, this is the Fourth of July, so like, yeah, it's just like it's going on. Fire. Fire. And then yeah. we brought up the tables. You know, I rented out the equipment from that site you gave me. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. renting from that spot. Yeah, yeah, I got I got that equipment, rented it out, and it was just like three other parties, and wow. but our party. Was you know what I'm saying? Nah, like if you if anyone has like seen the images from that day and it was just like it's like that's the type of stuff that would be in a museum like 50 years from now. Just what yeah. what like a yeah. New York City rooftop party looks like, you yeah. know. And I think you guys really captured that for people, and you know people really were there for the right reasons. So like yeah, just big up to you and the team. I feel like you know those are the types of moments we want to see more of in the city, you know, and just like. And that's, I remember when you, you pulled up the last time here and we were just talking about that, like creating real yeah. life experiences for people yeah. that they remember beyond the night, you know, yeah. that they'll talk about for years. You know, that's, that's sort of the goal, man. Yeah, like, like all boroughs was in that bitch, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, was, it was lit. Like, like that was literally, that, that event for our side or the, our part of that, you know, of our contribution to that big party on the rooftop mm. was literally just me, Break, Mo, Ja, Ja came from L.A. Wow. He's like, yo, all right, for the, I'll be here for this because he mm-hmm. missed he missed last year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, this year we, we you know what I'm saying, you know, Far's gonna host, like, Kirsten's gonna DJ, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, we are gonna go crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. pull up. Yeah. He pulled up, pulled up with, you know, throwing bread for the equipment. Da da da. We all putting in bread for everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Just mm-hmm. 
you know, it, wow. was, it was it was dope. I wanted you to host too. I was like, yo, it was crazy. I know, I know, man. Anybody, I did open invitation. Anybody wanted to DJ, you could DJ. Mm. Like I said, yo, just you know, mm. we got the equipment, just pull up, you yes. could DJ. Like you know, what I'm trying to say, yes. like it's Fourth of July, like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm just tripping out hearing you talk about this, man. It's like I'm really appreciative that I know you, bro. Like I feel like <laughs> same about you, yo, no, no, I really appreciate that I know you and like have sort of been able to witness you sort of. Literally, like your your story, man. You're living it, so you may not realize it, but like it's, it's very profound, bro. Like I feel like you're 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 building in your own way, and you're making your own way. You know, which is says a lot more about who you are as a person, man. So, yeah, bro. Um, yeah, I feel like we can even talk about like open canvas at AP and those events, because like you you really like were very very like you know, super, super supportive for me, you know, and I, and I want to tell you that, you know, it's like you were super, super supportive of everything that I was doing and am doing, you know, I feel like you, you've always, you know, been, remained consistent. And um, yeah, so what was your experience at like the Open Canvas at AP events, bro? Cause you were at the first one, a few of them, like you, you maybe even all of them, damn near all of them. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was at all of them. Mm. At least, at least popped up. Yeah. If I didn't have something else to do, I would pop up. You know, mm-hmm. Maybe one time I like I had leave and I came back and it was over. I was like, damn. Cause it was late. <laughs> Cause like literally there was a build up to your events. Like everybody would show up late. You know what I'm trying to say? But when everybody showed up, mm. it was lit. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? And you know what's crazy? Like, I loved your events because. Everyone was on the type of time of people that I strive to meet. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you go to an event and you're like, oh, I'm gonna meet some dope people here. Okay, cool. Yeah. But like, I'm talking about the highest frequency of people I ever met were always at your events. Always. It never failed. I'm talking about from the cafe, the people that worked at the cafe, mm-hmm. to Nelly, which is the owner of the cafe. Shout out to Nelly. Israel. Israel. <laughs> you feel me? Like, Austin. Hi, hi. Yeah, all, all the family there. I feel like, um, yeah, that was, you're right. You're exactly high frequency. Right. High Everyone. Frequency. Yeah. Every yeah. being. I'm talking about the people that are visiting <laughs> are yeah. high. I was like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. women, beautiful, but high frequency. <laughs> like, like, that's another, like, when I say high frequency, I'm not talking mm. about, like, that's not a vague thing. Like, that's a very specific, very specific. spiritual, like, I know exactly what presence. you mean when you say that. Yeah, yeah like, that's yeah, yeah. very specific. I'm not talking shit. Like, I can say, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful women. But not only are they beautiful, they're high frequency. Like, beautiful people. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. Like, and I'm like, yo, this, but that that's why I, I, like, I have so much respect for you and love for you. Because I'm like, mm. they vibing on your frequency. Mm. Like, because they, but they're bringing their own. Right, right. That's what so I So it's like it's not only like it's not like like it's not like you're causing them to be real fucking individuals. You're just inviting the realest individuals. Like that's a great taste in humans, bro. Like like look at like that's so dope. Like I don't really like humans all the time. Like nah, for real. As nice as I am and as much love as I got to give, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, just, like yeah. humans aren't always dope. Like mm. it, was, it was dope. Like yeah, every time it was dope. Yeah, it was just like, it, and I'm so thankful for it as well because like now we were just flipping through like this photo album that I have of like. Yeah physical photos of those moments you know and just to sort of feel those moments and what they meant for for all of us you know i think that that's what i'm most appreciative about man is the feeling that it created and like reminding people of who they truly are you know i think that's that's something that we're all realizing now more it's like even from those events, just sort of seeing how many people are now doing their own thing and collaborating and like how many people met each other at those events and are now like sort of like making their own way. Like that's that's what it's about. It's like us realizing that, like I said earlier, before we even started recording, we have the power. We have the power. And I think that's sort of what 
you know, I think we're all sort of realizing now in our own ways, you know, we're all realizing the, the strength in ourselves, you know, within us, you know, before looking out to like other entities or things, it's like we're realizing, no, it's like, it's, it's you, it's you. It's like, it's that, I think that's the point. It's understanding that if we look out and see each other and realize how special we all are, how valuable we all are, yeah. you know, not even for like, oh, this person is valuable for like to do a collaboration or a project. No, it's like, they're just valuable as a human being. You know, it's like, that's what I think people are beginning to sort of realize in themselves more. And I, so thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah. 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 I feel like, again, like there's still, there's probably a million stories just about the, the events we're talking about that we can get into, which we can the next time we talk. Like, yeah, man. I feel like um, this is a really dope, dope conversation. And it's like, I'm glad because now people get a glimpse of like how we normally talk. Yeah, this, this, yeah we, <laughs> this, this is, is regular. Yeah. So like, this is great. This is great. So yeah, man. Um, so yeah, like even now, like can you talk more about like some of the things you're doing now and, and are planning to do in the future? Um, yeah, I am working on like five different EPs, five mm-hmm. different projects. One mm-hmm. I'm a produce by myself. Yeah. One I'm produced by my cousin, Bess. Nice. Bess Alihu. Nice. Um, one I'd probably have produced by uh. Emery, mm-hmm. um, Durante, if you ever find time, I, I would like I would like to you know get a you know all beats you know instrumentation by Durante because Durante is ill. Nice. And then uh, one produced by uh, maybe someone else, just another flavor. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say. But I definitely am working on a tape by myself. Like I'm just gonna make a bunch of music just produced by me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm just working on those projects. And then when I have the music done. And I can start the events again. So at least, you know, if I do a show, I can perform the show, got new content. And I want like a wide range of content. And then, you know, start with the community again. Just like basically just re restart and just do everything over again. Yeah. And because yeah. I, I could do it at any time. Right. I could do it right now with no music. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just like, I, I need a little bit of selfishness in myself just mm-hmm. to like, you know, like I want my art to be perfect. Like I want to be the guy that goes into the studio and yeah. just paints. Move at your own time. Yeah, Move at your you own pace. Me, like, you know, like, <laughs> you know? That's what it's about. It's like you, like, like we're talking about with food. It's like our bodies know what it needs. Yeah. You know, and I think that's also creatively as well. Like our creative self knows when the right time is to do things. We just have to tune into it. Yeah. You know, so like you're already tuned in. So it's like you're just you know, allowing the time to present itself. So, yeah. so yeah, man, I, I feel it, bro. I want to be happy. Like, I want to help yes, people, but yes. be happy with be myself happy at the same time. It. Yeah, because I won't truly help somebody. It's another if I'm episode happy. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, say no. Continue. I, I need yeah. you to say that. Yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. I won't be happy un- mm-hmm. unless you know. I, I, I can help you, but like, I'm not gonna be fully happy helping you, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna be be focused on helping you mm-hmm. if I'm not happy for myself. Right. It's it's impossible. Cause I've done, I've been in that position, mm-hmm. and like it's so hard to focus. Like that's like being hungry and starving while trying to feed other people. Mm-hmm. You know how hard that is. It's gangster. That's some mother. Mm-hmm. That's some mother. You know, God. You know, divine feminine type of time. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, that's sacrifice. Like, yo, my favorite song of the year is Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that, yo, J Cole's part made me cry. Bro. Yeah. Like you feel me? I haven't <laughs> felt that way about a song in mad long. Like mm-hmm. when I heard that, you know, what I'm saying the, the full spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, and that yo, the Wu Tang shit, yeah. Wu Tang on Hulu. Yeah. You watch that? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> I'm like, yo, maybe that's why I'm like subconsciously like that's why I call myself Wu Baby Supreme. Like yo, I'm subconsciously I'm trying to make a Wu Tang nigga. I'm trying to make the Avengers. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'm trying to really come out here going crazy. Like yeah. so, I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. like like you like in my mind like I told you this before like you a part of that like mm. you over like whether individually or not like you know what I'm trying to say like you 
you Wu-Tang to me like you like fucking you a superhero mm. and like I'm just trying to find out like you know like there's so many superheroes I'm just trying to see like who, what you know where my gang is at you know what I'm trying to yeah. say well, what we gonna do like mm. so I call up Batman you know what I'm saying oh da da you feel like I'm, I'm that's the type of time I'm on like, and I, that Wu-Tang shit couldn't come at any better time because I mm. I was taking edibles with my boy the other day <laughs> I got mad <laughs> yo and I, I went through the rabbit hole like maybe like five times in my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and and I'm telling you like the last episode threw me in the hole. I'm talking about I was doing tribal dances outside, bro. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. bugging the fuck out, nigga. Like nah, man, you, you were seeing the connection. Yeah, that's what you were doing. Yeah. You were seeing the connections, and yeah. I think that's powerful, bro. It's like when you start to see how this Bugging. all connects yeah. and how where you fit in everything. Yeah, it's like. It but when it sense. happens, you would think that it's not gonna happen. Like you think you know, you know. Like mm. I know this information. And now I can move. It's the difference between knowing the information and feeling the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think. But thank you, bro. Thank you for, like, everything that you've shared, everything that that you're sharing, um, everything that you're going to do in the future. Thank you for allowing me to share, bro. Yeah, that's That's... Yeah. And that's what it's about. Like, I feel like this is, is like, a, a very special time. So, like, to be able to have this conversation... Like it's, it's it means a lot to me, man. So so thank you, thank yeah. you, bro. Thank you. So thank you, my yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so so once again, uh, this is the open canvas. I'm Taj Alexander with my friend, Pekem. Pekem, and we're out. Peace. Love. Thank you, man. To find out more about the open canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also, stay tuned to our Instagram at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, Taj T A J dot opencanvas at gmail.com this has been the open canvas produced by taj alexander